Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, it's Josh Kennedy here, host of the Fit Over 30 podcast. Today, we're talking about a controversial lifestyle change you might want to consider. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content. Video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private groups and our coveted monthly grid magazine. You can discover our very best content and join us at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. This is the Fit Over 30 podcast. If you're new to the show, it is great to have you here. Please make sure you subscribe and review. That way we can keep uh, reach more people and keep giving out some great free content. And I am your host, Josh Kennedy, and with me as always is my co-host, James Breeze. How are you doing, James? How was your weekend? Sorry, I had to that stop my fans. You yeah, do that every I, week. No, I just stopped, I just had to stop my fans like just like bombarding down the walls here, like trying to get in it. That's all. <laughs> oh my word. Oh, I know. It's so much fun to be had. I'm good, thank you very much. I've had a great weekend, very busy, eating a lot of food, lost more weight, which is kind of the topic of today's comment. Um yeah, weight, story sort of and... weight loss and a bit of movement pain. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, really. Uh, like, exactly. as you say, really? lifestyle it's changes. You you did it, like you went to a new Greek restaurant this weekend, didn't you? I did. It was mental. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like the meat platter, if everyone followed my stories on Instagram, like it was insane. That was quite possibly one of the biggest collections of meat I've had in a long time. <laughs> it was uh, quite ridiculous. Was that just for the two of you? Yep. It really was. Nice. Very, very nice. But the one thing I liked about the rest is Yamas in Cardiff, it was. One thing I quite liked about it, though, was... It put the carbs underneath. So, like, you know, they, they give you bread beforehand. This yeah. is what they did. They put the meat all over the top of the chips and the bread. Yeah. So, you got to the bread and the chips at the end, as opposed to like consuming too much of the, you know, the carby type yeah, stuff yeah. at the start. And I, I love that. It was, it, was a good little, it was a good little trick. Did you actually want to consume any chips and bread at the end? No, literally, we left the chip. <laughs> like, the, the meat was insane. So, oh, okay. It looked good. It looked tasty. Anyway, let's crack on. So, yeah, we are talking about controversial lifestyle changes you might want. Uh, to consider, which is actually one of them is caffeine, but we'll leave that until second. Should we talk yeah. about um, the first lifestyle change that you made, which has had some good benefits? And I think actually there are more more people and more companies who are doing this kind of thing. Anyway, it's not completely unknown. But you've had hip issues and stuff for a while. Been getting some uh, massage therapy every week, getting into the old uh, muscles and releasing piriformis, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But now you've uh, built yourself a stand-up desk. <laughs> I have indeed. So one thing I want to make sure and clear now is I'm not going to say on this podcast or like with any strong conviction that, that sitting is the new smoking because it's not. Like it really isn't. Like I, no. I disagree with that phrase altogether. There's a time and a place for everything. And you know, yeah. you've got to consider things or consider everything with an open mind, I think is the best way mm-hmm. to put it. But... I went to a sitting desk for the first time in a long time, 18 months ago. Yeah. I thought, okay, I can do this. I can offset the amount of sitting I'm doing to stop me from having any issues at all. However, over the last, say, 12 months, and this, it's pained me to say I didn't even think about this lifestyle change until the last few weeks, that I've had ongoing issues with my hip. And we've, I've had, I've had, I have ongoing issues and injuries anyway. Yeah. 
um, physical and mental, as according to some people. But <laughs> yeah, I've had these ongoing issues for a long time, and it's we were chasing. I was working with Grace. Uh, you'll probably be seeing a lot more Grace, hopefully, in the near future. But it was we were chasing everything. We started from diaphragm into the ribs, obliques. QLs, all these things, and found one of the biggest causes of tightness was actually my right hamstring. Once yeah. we released that, which was getting stability from everywhere else in the body, it then went up into my glutes and my piriformis, and I was having these random spasm attacks, like literally spasms, walking down the street, getting up the sofa. Like, I, I tried to get out of the cinema the other week, and I was like, ah, I can't get up. And I was like, people in the road trying to go past me, and I was like, no, I can't, I'm in spasm, I'm in full-blown spasm. I can't even move. <laughs> And like, I've been trying to figure this out for six months. Like, what's not working? Why is it, like, not working? What's going on? What's turned off elsewhere? Yeah. Anyway, it came down, it came down to the fact, after tracing everything, working with Grace, we found it was my left side was completely switching off. Like, yeah. it would switch off. All muscles were not activated at all. We'd then turn it back on. Everything was fine. 24 hours later, same thing. Mm. Back over and over again. And to be fair, you are obviously very active. You you go to the gym, you lift, uh, you walk, you run, etc. So, you know, but you have gone to sitting a lot during work hours. Yeah, very much so. And that's the, and that is what we've discovered. We, we had an inkling uh, towards the end. Let's look at lifestyle choice, which is the most important thing you always have to do. Is like mm. if things are, if you've tried everything in the gym with a therapist, You've got to start looking at lifestyle changes, no matter it comes to food, diet, training, everything. If there's issues or things aren't going to plan, so that's what we did. I had a had a brainwave. It's like, what, what am I doing here now? Like, it always seems to be getting worse as the day goes on. And at the yeah. moment, I'm writing a lot for the magazine. I'm writing a lot for so many other things going on behind the scenes here, with new books and stuff like that. But I'm sitting. I'm sitting down a long time. Like, and my position. And I'm looking back in the days when I had initial back pain, it was because I was sitting in a car driving a lot with the police with lots of heavy kit on my kit on my back. Yeah. And it was like two and two together. Oh my God, is it the fact that I'm sitting down all the time? Yeah. And which led me on to creating my little homemade stand-up desk here. Um, which moves is, up and down, uh, which is awesome, doesn't it? It's, it's like electric and it moves up and down. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's like so a cool. homemade, I got the, uh, it's a, uh, oh, gotta love the um, the ga- the geeky gamers on YouTube. How they how to build the ultimate desk setups? Because I bought a yeah. kitchen top from IKEA. I got two drawers from IKEA, and I bought these stand up legs and just attached the legs to the actual uh, kitchen top. And I've got a huge desk now, which I'm from here. If you're looking at my camera, and that's how it was. And I've spent a lot more time standing up. I still sit every now and then, but mm-hmm. majority of the time I find myself more productive standing up, like I was before, because I love standing up working. But the big thing is the pain in my right hip and specifically my piriformis has gone. It's completely gone. Left-hand side, we've been testing everything most days, activated. It's all functioning fine. I'm feeling better. I'm running faster, more efficiently. You name it, it's been huge. So the moral of the story is if we're looking at back pain, hip pain, any other issues uh, when it comes to your body, look at and address your lifestyle changes if nothing else is working. Sometimes you need to address them first, but if you've tried everything, look for the secrets, the clues that you've been um, that are there, and the changes you've made that may lead to you having these issues. Uh, and for me, it was coming back to the here. So when Grace was going into into my glutes you know, with the week, she goes, "What's going on?" They were all like released, and no matter what we did when we did, they just wouldn't release at all. So it's yeah. 
you know, they're no longer grumpy. Everything's working properly. I'm happy. And I've also got a better desk, which is even better for me. So yeah. there we go. It, it is a First pretty cool desk. But we have to, um, let's bear in mind, how long has it been now? Two weeks? Is it two weeks? A week and a half? Two and a half, three weeks. Okay. So it is, it is early days. Maybe we revisit this in a future episode just to make sure you're still functioning. But it's good early results, right? Good early results. Yeah, it's great early results. So again, as a lot of people at home who haven't maybe got a stand desk, sit-down desk, people working from home. So yeah. I just want you to consider other options in terms of your lifestyle. I'm not saying you should buy a stand-up desk. I'm saying you should consider it and having that option if you're having issues with posture or yeah. pain or anything else here because that was the issue that was causing my discomfort, uh, to say, to say yeah. the least. So, you know, as you say, you don't necessarily have to buy a stand-up desk, especially if, you know, uh, you haven't got the room for one, perhaps. I don't, I don't know. Or, yep. you know, these things are, it's not cheap either to build your one. Obviously, there are cheaper ways to do it than you did, but... Um, this was the hack. This was, this was like the cheapest way to buy it, to do it. Was it? Honestly, it's the cheapest and best. Like, yeah. literally, you can get an IKEA kitchen countertop for 100 bucks and the stand-up legs for literally... Like $150. So $250, you've got a really good desk setup. You just need a bit of DIY skills. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is the other option, though, is to have little um, movement, mobility breaks. Make sure you're getting yeah. up from your desk every I don't know, every hour. Get up, spend a few minutes away from your desk. Maybe have a little uh, have a little stretch, have a little walk. You know, just, just move around. Maybe do some foam rolling what? if that's what you need. But just make sure you stand up. Every so often. Well, that's that's the thing. It's I, I I agree with that. It's, it's definitely a good thing to try and preach, but in reality, sometimes it's very hard. But you yeah, get into deep thought and deep thinking. It it becomes so much harder to do it, particularly if you're like in the in the zone. Particularly when you get down to writing. Yeah. So absolutely do that if if you you can't afford to get a new desk or if you haven't got the space to do it to do a stand up desk. Absolutely, put all your attention into that. Yeah. Um, as well, but it's it may not be the be all and end all, which I discovered from my end. Absolutely. Cool. So that's number one. Number two, this is going to be, this is really the more controversial one, and I don't think uh, stand-up desk is that controversial, but... Um, nope. This one is, and some people might be a bit upset by this, um, caffeine. I was upset. You were upset this. by this. Who doesn't love a coffee? Well, most people love a coffee. I love a coffee. Uh, but this is about uh, caffeine and weight loss and decaf, etc., etc., Again, I, th- I think this needs to be compounded. This is still early days with me. Exactly. I say early days, exactly. six, six to eight weeks, I think I've been doing this for now. Yeah. And I think I'll start the backstory. I'm I'm actually, can I just say, before you do that, I'm also drinking mainly decaf, uh, simply because uh, Liz is pregnant and can't have caffeine, and I like the taste of the decaf coffee. Yeah. I basically, I've switched to decaf, not for any other reason other than that it does taste quite nice. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, honestly, I, honestly, I've actually quite enjoyed the taste as well. So, I, yeah. so shock horror. I've anyone knows me. I love coffee. I don't drink alcohol because yeah. I can't. Like, I literally not because I'm a member of AA because it literally physically affects me. Yeah. Like from all sorts, I get rashes, eczema, you name it. It just does it. So, my vice has been caffeine. It has yeah. been for the last like five to seven years. Like, so people go out for a beer. I always go out for a coffee. Love it. Always great. I was listening to a great podcast with Matthew Walker, the sleep expert, sleep scientist, as he likes to call himself. And he was talking about the effect of having one coffee midday means that a third of it is still in your body or a quarter, one of the two, is there still at midnight. And it can affect it can affect certain people when it comes to sleep and quality sleep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he came out with the phrase that 
you still get the benefits of coffee from decaf. Like all the, all the good stuff, all the good studies they have um, out there, you're still getting the benefits of um, the bean, okay, for your health yeah. and well-being. So we're talking like anti- antioxidants and stuff like that, which is good in coffee. Exactly. Yeah. But you're getting only th- you know, 3 to 5% of the actual caffeine, of the yeah. caffeine in that bean. So it's reducing your caffeine effect, which will then improve later on. Anyway, what that led to me was then going to a whole research frenzy to see if he was right, if he was wrong, uh, proper geeky style, yeah. to understand more about it. Because it just, it just sparked my curiosity, if I'm being honest. Like, I was like, oh, this is interesting. What, and I was, you know, at the time, I was getting a little bit dehydrated, quite a mm. lot, um, many other things. And I was just like, okay, well, let's look into it. So I started looking into it. I said, okay, yeah, this seems to be legit. It seems to be interesting. Let me just try it and see what happens. Now, for anyone following this for the last while, I, uh, in last August through December, I was quite ill. Um, various viruses, whatever you want to call it, um, into, December, into January a little bit as well. I ended up putting on four and a half kilos. So I've been trying to manage my weight and get my weight back down to normal levels. Following the diet, I'm like, Josh, you'll be following me. We've been yep. tracking the, to the nth degree my calories. Like, yep. what's going on here? Why is this not happening? What's, what's the change here? What, like, it's crazy. Normally, if I was on a diet, I know my maintenance of 2,600. If I drop to 2,000, I will start losing weight like crazy. I just got to maintain my exercise. You were pretty, uh, you weren't really going anywhere. Were you just pretty steady at, uh, what was it, around 77, 76, 77 kilos, 78 77, kilos? Yeah. For like, I even, even for weeks, scale of 78. Yeah, yeah. For like, I think eight weeks, I think it was. Mm. And like, and we got down to the stage where I'd cut calories down to 1800. Like, and that's one of the lowest. That's significantly low for me. That's like insane. And I started to lose a little bit, but it wasn't getting that much momentum. Then, so around the same time, it was interesting. I started reading some of the research how caffeine affects people differently. There's two types of people, apparently. I, I can't find the article to share and talk well, about there's, here. Well, uh, there's um, I only know this because we had the uh, the old DNA fit tests years ago when we first started the podcast. And apparently, mm-hmm. uh, I am a fast metabolizer of caffeine. And then there yeah. are slow metabolizers of caffeine. So therefore, caffeine should not affect me as much as it does perhaps other people. So yeah. In terms of like your genetics, there are fast and slow and probably medium uh, metabolizers yeah. of caffeine. So that's how it affects, yeah, different people. Well, it appears that I'm a slow metabolizer of caffeine, mm-hmm. quite literally. And the reason I say that is we have tracked calories. We have yeah. kept everything. The workout program on is still exactly the same. And in that time, I have dropped from, I think it was 77.5 kilos. And I weighed in this morning at 74.2. Despite uh, eating a that, ton of meat at the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of food. <laughs> like, it didn't happen straight away. Like, I'll be honest, no. the first two weeks, like, it was uh, it was interesting. It was like, I stayed the same. Nothing yeah. changed. And suddenly, it has just started Last to Last couple of weeks, off. and it's just started to just drop and drop. And we were, Literally. like, thinking, okay, well, this is weird. Because, as you say, you, you run a workout program. They are... Yes, you're going up in your weights and stuff, but nothing drastic. We haven't changed anything drastic at all nope. with training. Uh, nope. Your lifestyle is still the same. Yeah, you're standing. My meat is the same. Yeah. My, um, in terms of walking, now, the last couple of weeks, it could have coincided with my stand-up desk as well. Yeah, maybe I've a, seen little, that happen, a little bit. I've seen that happen before in the past too. People use stand-up desks, they use more energy like that. 
Yeah, that's, so that could be coincide. But, but it's, it's significant. Say, you couldn't account for it, could you? Because it is quite... You've been dropping and dropping and dropping. Yeah. Uh, so though that the stand-up desk couldn't account for it all. So it, you know, it probably probably is down to the fact that you've switched from caffeinated to decaffeinated coffee. And there is, you want to go, There is some uh, good research out, out out there about it. Yeah. So like, it's basically you know, they, there are some studies. There's lots of studies in rats and stuff as well. So I'm, I don't want to talk about that. But they talk about how. Uh, well, we know, look, stress plays a huge impact in weight loss and fat loss. Yep. Like, it's yep. a huge thing. The more stressed you are, the harder it is to lose fat. So some people and some studies show that when you drink caffeine, it increases cortisol levels in the body. Yep. Uh, and most people tend to drink more caffeine when they're even more stressed as well. So it's like a double compounding effect, um, which is what you've shown. So, you know, you've got to bear that in mind. You've got to think about, well... Could this be affecting? Like I'm not, but I'm not trying to say you should definitely skip caffeinated coffee and go decaf. I'm not yeah. saying that at all. It's something to think about. That's all well, I'm saying. We're just it's talking like, anecdotal here. Oh, we we're just giving out what's what's happening. Exactly, exactly, exactly yeah. right. Exactly, what happens to me. I would have never thought about that. No. Um, about how we do it, or or switching. Because I, you know, I love coffee. I love making coffee. It's like it's my my hobby and my pastime. Like, how dare you remove coffee from my, <laughs> uh, from my life? But it's, I'm seeing some health benefits that I wouldn't have necessarily maybe seen if I hadn't considered it. Yeah. Um, and it's just wanted to share with this. Like, there's, there's two things. One, definitely maybe my cortisol levels have dropped, maybe. Yeah. Again, I haven't tested, but this is, the, this is the theory. So it was reducing my overall stress in the body. And, you know, like, exercise is a stressor. Cortisol yep. is a stressor, you know, like all these life things. Life is a stressor. Lack of sleep. Life is a stressor. <laughs> yeah. So it may be having an effect on the body that way, just saying. Uh, and the second thing is, um, well, according, again, according to the research, sometimes for slow metabolizers of caffeine, you know, chronic coffee consumption can increase insulin resistance. It makes yep. it harder um, to deliver glucose, et cetera, et cetera, and remove all the fats and break down fat. In the body. Yeah, if insulin is high harder to lose uh, lose fat exactly um so yeah so it's those are the two th- well three theories one i'm a slow metabolizer of caffeine we think two it had an impact on me raising cortisol levels which added to my stress levels even though i didn't feel stress and three um maybe it's an impact on my insulin resistance um because i am my body type is i want to put on calories fast like if well, i calories yeah Put on calories, put on weight fast. Like I sniff a calorie, I'll put yeah. on body weight. I'm yeah. like, a, you know, very much like that's my body type. I have to be more careful than most yeah. the way I eat, the way I train, because my body naturally wants to put on weight. Um, I really yeah. wish I was one of those fast metabolizers just in life. <laughs> mm. um, but sadly, I'm not. But anyway, it's just something to think about. I wanted yeah. to share that go. with you today. And I would um, say, uh, sorry, James, go on and finish what you said. No, like it, it just wanted to share what was what's happening, how it's impacted. And then I think we're going to share on the inside of podcast now some of the cardio benefits that I've seen and improvements as well. Um, shortly, yes. so for those not members, for all the members out there, for the Inner Circle members, we'll be discussing that in due course on the inside of podcast. Absolutely. Good, uh, good segue. And I was going to say, uh, I haven't been going down like thinking about the, um, the, the fat loss route or anything like that because I've also sort of not exactly coincided because I've been on decaf for longer than this happened, but I'm still doing this uh, diet with cutting out 
um, irritant potential sensitivities and irritants. So I'm, I think I have lost some weight, uh, but it's probably down to what I've cut out rather than caffeine. But I have noticed less dark circles under my eyes since uh, going decaf. Mm. Definitely, definitely, it's got to improve my skin, hundred percent. Cool. There you go. That's what well, I found. Well, that, do you know, anecdotally as well, I forgot about this. What like I definitely feel less dehydrated throughout the day. That's a good way to put it. Less dehydrated. Yeah. Um, I feel more awake. Feel more alert. I think cool. is the best way. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, needs, we need to see what happens long term. I think this is just the start. Maybe we'll revisit this in a in a month or so's time when we look at the end yeah. of what we're trying to create, what where I'm trying to get to with my uh, weight loss and fat loss goals. But like I said, look look what you're taking in the body. Couldn't may, may not just be caffeine. It might be something else that's impacting your overall results. Yeah, indeed. And as you say, we're going to talk about uh, some aerobic benefits uh, on the Insider Podcast. Uh, how do people get the Insider Podcast? Ooh, they just go to strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. You get to join for free as a bronze member. It's 100% free as a bronze member. Jump in there. You'll be able to get access to a couple of the free episodes we release. But for some of the really cool stuff, then you have to become a silver member. And you'll find out details about how to do that in there. Uh, there we go. Uh, I hope that was informative, guys. Uh, have a little think about some lifestyle changes for yourself if you're sort of stuck in a in a plateau or in or if you're in pain or anything like that. There's uh, some good things to consider. Uh, thank you, James. Thanks, Josh. And I'll just before we go, I'll just give you a bit of a round of applause. I knew, I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. Thank you very there much. You <laughs> thank you, guys, for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.